a.m. just getting started. My whole life changed when I had my first daughter. I don't know the rest of the, the rest of the uh, lines by twelve chains. <laughs> I like to call them twelve chains. Alright, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Chew the Bible. It's your good friend Aaron. It's 4.41 in the morning. It is I got my oatmeal. Wanted to make this a quickie. It's your boy. Like I said, I wanna be in my car at five. Praise the Lord, he woke me up. I went to sleep around 9.45. They're taking care of all the apartment stuff I had to take care of. Pay out some more money. Man. Just being an adult. Being an adult. Nah, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna talk like that. I heard talking about money. Men complaining about money is the easiest way to lose a woman's attention. And we're trying to attract a woman like honey. Like I'm being a honey, so yeah. Anyway, I had some crazy, some not crazy, some interesting dreams. Like just before I woke up, there was this little boy. His name was Anya. And whoever their teacher was, was like, it's time to, I think they lived in like a boy's home or something like that. This is cute little boy in my dream. And he was so sad because he didn't want to go go to bed or go home. I don't know. Something. It was time. It's quitting time. We were all playing around. It's quitting time. And Anya did not want to go. He was sad. So I was talking to little Anya. This is a name. I don't think I've ever met a boy named Anya. A-N-Y-A. He was so sad. I wish you could have seen his face. So sad. Um, yeah. Like somebody stole his cupcake or something. Or his ice cream cone. Cookies and cream, of course. Uh, but anyway. And then I, I like helped pick them up and handed them to some other dude. Or oh, the guy. That was a woman there, too. She was kind of cute. Anyway. What else happened in my dream? I was playing basketball. And I could dunk with ease. But I kept... I was trying to kind of show off a little bit of some other people in the gym. And I kept missing easy dunks. Just like hitting the rim. <laughs> Some reason it was supposed to be so easy to dunk, but I was struggling. I was in this gym, and there's other people, yeah, shooting around, playing. Some cute girls in there too, young ladies. I'd be careful I can't say girls, cause then people are like, yeah, why you say girls? Nah, cute young ladies. There you go. Uh oh, what else? Or attractive young ladies? What else is in my dream? I was on a bus. And 
I was on this highway. I got off this exit on this highway. The highway was kind of backed up. I was on this bus and I had on a Kentucky Wildcat jersey and the people across from me had on KU jerseys. And I think the reason why I even had Kentucky in my brain is that one of the passengers I had is due from Somalia yesterday. He was, uh, he was a truck driver for, um, yeah, for Swift. And he just telling me how much he didn't like Swift. And I was asking why. He's like, you're just a number to them. Which is, that's how a lot of them companies are. But it helps you get your foot in the door. Because um, I talked to this other dude. Cause I've been thinking about getting in trucking at one point. You get to see the world. I don't know. Anyway, he's talking about Swifts. And yeah, I think it costs like five grand to get into trucking school and get your CDL and all that stuff. If you do it on your own, or do you do trucking school and then be a, eventually be an owner operator. But a lot of guys, they work for a company first and just put up with all the craziness and not all of them pay very well when you start out. Anyway, uh, bowl i use the same saucer every day i use the same saucer for oatmeal i use the same saucer for my chili at night um swift yeah anyway oh yeah he was i was i was asking he i asked him all his favorite city he's been to he mostly mostly drives on the east coast and uh i forgot to pause for a second or uh, segment identification. Welcome to the Uber Diaries, featuring your good friend A. A. Ron as the Uber driver. Anyway, I'll come up with some kind of clever Uber driver segment. <laughs> oh, anyway, uh, I looked at my post yesterday. I should have when I created the title. I should call it the Uber. U-B-A, but I don't know. Gotta be all proper. Uber. All right, let's finish the story, Aaron. Stay focused. So, yeah, there was this young kid, young guy from Somalia, 30 years old. And, yeah, he was like, he was saying that, oh, Louisville, Kentucky was his favorite city. He drives mostly East Coast. He said he loves Louisville, Kentucky. I was like, that's the funny thing about people that ain't from this country. Like, they think Louisville, Kentucky is cool. <laughs> I've, have you been to Louisville? I've been to Louisville, Kentucky. Ain't nothing cool about that place to me. I mean, it's all right, but it ain't cooler than Kansas City, and Kansas City ain't that cool of a spot. Uh, I saw the barbecue and baseball and jazz. Ain't much going on here. Um, and the American Royal this weekend, uh, which is another place where they celebrate barbecue all right i said i want to be in the car by five so let's get going what else uh oh it's funny it's talking about um having kids young and i was telling him i recommend waiting and he's like no man you want to have your kids when you're young because he's 30 and no kids it's amazing somebody can make it to 30 and no kids yeah uh yeah, especially a black man. Or, yeah, because he's, he's brown skin. Anyway, 
And he's like, no, you want to have your kids when you're young because they can, you know, help take care of you when you get older and I'll be strong. And it's like, I never thought of that. I mean, I kind of did, but I mean, I didn't think of that as like that strong of a benefit, you know. I just wish, yeah, sometimes I wish her and our, yeah, minus the child support situation and uh, me not being with their mom. It's, anyway, all right, Psalm 127. Anything else in that dream? Yeah, in the dream I was on a bus, had on a Kentucky jersey. These guys across from me had on KU jerseys. And uh, some kid that I used to work with at, well, I used to work at Lee A. Tolbert Academy, he recognized me. I think a little cousin did too. He's like, hey. And then I was in this house. It was like this communal type house where everybody has separate rooms, separate like living quarters, but there was like a common area in the middle. And I was with my dad and I was helping my dad carry some stuff to the car. I broke two eggs on accident. Dad bought like a big old lemon cake or something to celebrate. I think some kind of celebration at his job at Ford. What else? Uh, I think Big Bro is in my dream. Somebody's playing music loud. And I was like, hey, can you be playing music loud like that? Um, other people live here. And then somebody said something about somebody had tried to break into our house the night before or something like that, but didn't get in. Anyway, that's all I remember. Psalm 127. That's where we're at. Unless the Lord builds a house, its builder builders labor over it in vain. Unless the Lord watches over a city, the watchman stays alert in vain. In vain, you get up early and stay up late, working hard to have enough food. Yes, he gives sleep to the one he loves. That's really cool. The Holy Spirit woke me up like right at like a little after four, like four or five. Sons indeed a heritage from the Lord, offspring a reward, like arrows in the hand of a warrior are the sons born to one's youth. Ha <laughs> ha, that's what I was just talking about. Happy is the man who has filled his quiver with them. They will never be put to shame when they speak with their enemies at the city gate. I wrote my kids' names in here. Alright, let's read these Tony Evans notes, and I'm going to read this Q&A section real quick, and then we'll shut it down. Even seeking to build a home and a family apart from God is a waste because no matter how diligently you apply yourself, your hum- apply yourself, your human efforts are limited without God to back them. What we need in our households is involvement and blessing combined with our faithful labor. No matter how many books on marriage and parenting you read or how much advice you receive, all falls short unless you, your foundation is built on God. Children are to be valued as a gift from the Lord and thus receive care and training. Indeed, they are like arrows. But if they are to hit their targets, that is, to fulfill their kingdom purposes, parents must shape them and aim them correctly. Boys and girls must be raised to know the Lord, gaining experiential knowledge of God through watching their parents live in dependence on him. Read these Tony Evans notes real quick, or this Q&A section. Christian parents and particularly fathers are tasked with the responsibility of raising their children to know the Lord and be educated in the Bible. What advice would you give to fathers to help them take up this responsibility and pass on their faith to their children? Tony Evans' response, he says, The simplest way for fathers to lead their family spiritually involves what happens around the tables. Psalms 128.3 says that your children are 
I jumped ahead. <laughs> anyway, your children will be like young olive trees around your table. This is because the table is not for just for eating meals. It's also the place for leading spiritually through praying for your children, blessing them, guiding them in devotions, correcting them, teaching them life principles and finding out whether they are fulfilling their daily responsibilities at home and school. Spend as many hours as you can at the family table with your children using those times as opportunities to make spiritual impact. Definitely my dad was great at that. We used to have dinner like every night as a family pretty much. And we have breakfast 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 in the morning on like in the morning a lot. And we used to have Yeah. I don't remember having like formal formal devotions. I do know just dad just would talk about the word all the time. <laughs> oh man, he would talk about the Bible all the time. I mean, instead of like sometimes and he would give us lectures and sometimes I'm like, God, dad, can we just get a spanking, man? For real. I'd rather take a spanking of one of these lectures while I'm standing here for an hour. My dad could talk. My dad would give you an hour long sermon while you and did not care about your legs getting tired. You'd be sitting there, you'd be trying to send him all types of like social cues and leaning on stuff. He did not care. Dad would be getting, yeah. Man. He used to give us some sermons. Oh, what else? And I would, I would see him every morning before he go to work, early in the morning. Yeah, he'd be up at 4 a.m. pretty much every morning. Be up out the door by 5, be up. In his Bible, I will see him. I'll peek out and see him reading his Bible, or his Bible will be sitting there on the table as I was get ready for school. He would anoint our heads with oil, pray over us. Pop was always praying over us and preaching to us. So, um, and he lived it out too. He he walked the walk, not perfectly, but I saw my dad was like the closest thing to an angel I would ever meet. So, dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this word. Thank you for my pops. Thank you for my family, my brother. Thank you for my future wife. I don't know who she is. And, uh, but you know who she is. Continue to uh, lead me, guide me, give me wisdom. Uh, if it's your will for me to go to this prayer meeting today at 8. <laughs> Preferably be nice if I, you know, was in that vicinity around 8 o'clock. Yeah, I pray for every single person that sits in that back seat today. I pray that it will be a Holy Spirit encounter. I'll sense your presence when they sit in my car. And uh, Lord, just give me the words to say, or not say, um, but just people just sense your presence, Lord, even without saying a single word. And uh, I pray for particularly that young man from Somalia who said he was Muslim. And... uh, yeah, God, thank you. Hopefully I don't run into him again. But at least we had a little talk about Jesus. And uh, I was able to tell him, yeah, Jesus, uh, I believe he's my savior, not just a prophet. So I pray that he would, yeah, God, penetrate his heart, show him how much you love him and care for him. I know you don't force yourself on anybody, Lord, but just make it very clear to him that you're more than just a prophet. You're his priest, his high priest, and his king. In Jesus' mighty precious name, I pray. Uh, pray for you, yeah, my kids, Leah, Aiden, Matthew, Ava, my niece, Destiny, Devante, and then all the other folks in the Mahome household, my sister-in-law, Michelle, yeah, uh, Taya, thank you, Audrey, Renee, 
Anybody else? I'm gonna lift up Miss Banks' kids, Adam, Charlie, and uh, Ava. Jesus' mighty precious name, I pray. Amen. All right, y'all. Have a great day. I got three minutes to get in my car, so I'll holler. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned or missed the mark or veered off the path and fallen short of the glory of God or God's perfect standard. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of the cost of that sin is death or eternal separation from God. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Romans 5a says, But God demonstrated his love toward us or showed his love toward us in that while we were still yet sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. Romans 10 verse 9 through 10 says that if we will confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we will not might be, not maybe, we will be saved. For with our hearts we believe we are now in right standing with God, and with our mouths we confess that we are now saved. Lastly, Romans 10 verse 13 says that whosoever, anybody or everybody, who calls upon the name of the Lord, they will be saved. So if you've never asked Jesus into your heart, or you've walked away from him, and you would like to rededicate your life to him, you can just simply say, Dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my Savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus' mighty precious name I pray. Amen. Gave me water, I know Jesus gave me water.